We headed to the home stretch in quarter number four on the Keystone Kickoff Show. Brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. It's time for quarter number four of the Keystone Kickoff Show. I'm Jim Galante along with Eric Lammers, lead recruiting analyst for Penn State Rivals Network. To find everything from Eric and his team at Penn State Rivals, just go over to pennstate.rivals.com. And if you're interested in more from Keystone Sports, just download the Keystone Sports app from wherever you get your podcasts. Eric, all ready for another day of some Penn State football talk? Oh, yeah. I'm happy to be back. I'm happy to be back. I'm happy that it's, you know, we're, we're coming into the month of March, and that's going to amp up the recruiting calendar, obviously, as we're coming out of a dead period for Penn State, and you're going to get more and more guys on campus, and you're going to have more and more news flow, I think, coming from that. Um, so I'm excited for all that, but I'm just excited to be here today and talking about Penn State uh, football, Penn State recruiting, and, and some tight ends and things like that, hopefully. Yeah, definitely. Now, right before the segment, you and I were talking off the air about how much fun this is hearing about the recruit. So I hope all our listeners really appreciate the information you're providing for us. The last couple weeks, we've been looking at the class of 23. We went over the quarterbacks. We went over the offensive linemen. This week, I want to take a look at three guys that, and I'm going to say can play tight end. It's not necessarily where they're all going to end up. Let's take a look at these three guys individually and I'm going to ask you at the end, where do you think they would um, fit the best? Let's start with the biggest guy, Matthias Mega Barnwell. He's 6'6", about 255. He's a four-star out of Virginia. And you watch his tape, and it looks like he's playing with some 10-year-olds because he just, as a receiver, just goes up and over them. What did you see on the tape of Mega Barnwell? Yeah, I mean that's a that's it, and I, I I've talked about this in the past. He's almost like a cheat code for the for the offense when you have him out there on the field, and you kind of just spread him out, and you just say, hey, we need to get nine yards here, we need to get you know twelve yards here. We're just gonna throw it up to Mega out there because really, like you said, he just looks so much bigger than some of the other defenders that he's lining up against. It's, it's fairly easy, you know. He is very very athletic. That is probably the first thing that pops up on the, on the tape about him for somebody that that is that size. When you're talking six six, two hundred fifty five pounds, and or you know wherever he's at exactly right now, the way that he's moving on the football field for that size, I think is what obviously drew so many's atten- so many. Uh, program's attention his way early on in his recruitment, right? You know, you're talking about a young man that has 30 offers and probably would have had more on that had he kept things going. You know, he committed to Penn State and kind of decommitted then ultimately found his way back to, to Penn State, which is obviously a good thing for him and a good thing for the Penn State staff. Obviously, they wanted him back. Um, but, yeah, he's just athletic. You know, he, like you said, goes up and gets it. He's just got that ability to kind of, you know, he he looks like a tight end you want him to look at this point at this point in their age and you know he's gonna need some development in the weight room he's gonna need some toned up and things like that but when you're just talking purely from an athletic uh, standpoint and what you're looking for he has that now where ultimately I know we're gonna talk about it but where ultimately his body takes him is that's up for debate and some things that will need to be sorted out I think but just from a pure athleticism a pure you know tight end what you're looking for at a body out of a body standpoint, I think right now he kind of he fits that bull, and that's why he's a four-star, and that's why he's got all those offers prior committed to Penn State. 
when I see a guy this size playing tight end, and he's this size in high school, remember he's currently just a junior in high school, so there could be some more growth, my first reaction is, is this not a guy who could end up at tackle? He's athletic enough. Is he a willing blocker? Would that be the better place for him eventually? Yeah, I think that's the I think that last question that you asked is ultimately the main question here that needs to be figured out. Is he a willing blocker? Is he willing to have it's a whole different mindset obviously to play the offensive line position, right? And what you need to, in order to do that. Does he have that does he have the athleticism uh, to kick block and pass set and different things like that? Yeah, I think that's very fairly evident from his film. But when you're talking about just banging down there in the trenches, hand fighting, you know, that's a whole different mentality. And I think that's something that he's going to need to work through. I think one thing, you know, he's been throwing around the possibility of potentially being a defensive player at the next level, right? Maybe he doesn't want to play tight end. Maybe he wants to play defense. And you see the size and you see the length. And, and obviously your first think, your first thought is, yeah, I think that would make sense potentially. But I'll tell you what, I watched the film, Jim, and I th- when I watched the film – I don't necessarily see a defensive player because his natural reaction on film is to catch the offense, right? So he's going to let the blockers come into him or he's, you know, when he's making a tackle, he's going to let the, the ball carry into him. And, and when you're on defense, you got to be a little ferocious. You got to have a mindset that where you're going to take the physical, the physicality to the, to the opposition. Right. And so, you know, I think he's going to have to work through that. You know, I'm not sitting here telling him, yeah, your nay, don't do that. But I would tell him you're going to have to amp up your uh, physicality, young man, if that's kind of where you want to be on that side. I've long said that I think offense tackle is his best uh, suit long term just because of where he's at already uh, from a physical standpoint. But like you said, I think you hit the nail on the head. Does he have the mental makeup to get it done on down in the trenches? That ultimately probably determines that that answer. And we all know you've got to want to block if you're going to be an offensive lineman, got to be in attack mode. Our buddy Ross Tucker tells us that all the time. Let's go to the next guy on the list, another interesting guy, Neo Avery. Um, I see him listed at 6'5", 231, so also very big. Also about that size you want for an incoming tight end. But the interesting thing is some services are listing him as a defensive end. I know Rivals is calling him an athlete. And what's probably even more intriguing is the guy was a quarterback in high school. So what do you do with him? Obviously a great athlete. Yeah, yeah, he fits that mold of what just James Franklin's looking for, you know, in terms of jumbo athletes. Dudes, when you put the ball in their hands, they make things happen. You know, you mentioned playing quarterback. Is that something that uh, sticks out to personnel people in college football? And in, in particular, somebody like Coach James Franklin, it does because – not only are you saying in most instances that that's probably your best athlete that you want to have the ball in their hands most of the time, but at the same time, you're saying this is one of our smartest players as well because obviously at the quarterback position, you're putting a lot on their plate. So the, those two things really stick out in terms of Neo and, and kind of what his upside is. You know, he's obviously athletic. He's got the smarts. So where does he end up, you know? Rivals did uh, initially have him as a four-star defensive end. Uh, he had made the uh, again, it's kind of like Mega has had made some sort of indication that maybe tight end or defensive end isn't necessarily where he wanted to be considered right now, right? And so that you see now he's switched over to an athlete and dropped down to a three star because of that. And whether how that works exactly, I don't have the answers for that. So if anybody's upset about that, please don't come at me for that one right now. But uh, <laughs> uh, you know, he's he's a very very good athlete. Um, 
you know, again, does he end up at tight end? Does he get up at defensive end? I'm not necessarily sure right now. The unfortunate part for Neo is that he did sustain an ACL injury early in February. So he had surgery on February 8th on his knee. Uh, and so that's obviously going to hinder some of his, um, you know, his spring and his summer, obviously, as he's working out. And, and when you're developing at those positions and really trying to find out which one of those positions is best suited for you, where you fit in well, that's going to set you back, unfortunately. And so that's going to be something to monitor with him. But ultimately, you know, he's still, you know, we'll see how he bounces back from this, from the ACL. But, you know, the, the thing that really caught the Penn State staff uh, attention out of out of the gate when they had him in camp back in the summer and, and teams like Georgia, who was number two in his recruitment, is that he ran a 4.58, uh, you know. And so anytime you have somebody that, that big that's running a 4.58, you know, you're still going to – you like that upside. And I've said, you know, does he play tight end? Does he play defensive end? I don't know. He's got to figure that out. Ultimately, I think – he, there's a there's a there's a case to be made how why he'll end up at tight end in this class, but at the same time, you know we talk about it all the time. Where do you get paid? And it is at that defensive end going and getting the quarterback. So you know maybe that's where he ends up too. And there's something to be said for where does he want to play? Where are his instincts? You know where is his enthusiasm? And as you said, just the fact that he played quarterback gives you the impression that he was probably a pretty bright kid pretty athletic you the high school coach wanted the ball in his hand so that will be real interesting to see as it develops yeah it's such a and great finally, point sorry jim not to cut you off but you, no, just, go ahead. you have a great point there when you're talking about the instincts and where it just because that is that's the unknown part on like our side of things right it's just what does he want to do what is his instincts different things like that like only neo knows that only mega knows those answers in terms of Ultimately, what do they have the desire to play offense, defense, whatever position it is? Because you, when you go from the high school level to college level, if you don't have that want to, you're going to get passed by pretty quickly. So you got to figure that out. And ultimately, hopefully for both young men, they do. And they're so big and athletic, you think you find a place for them. And right. I would think also if I'm you know, one of these uh, high school players going into college, how do I get on the field? Yes, that's yeah. the position that I want to that play. That should be some main so, motivation right there for sure. The the final player, and he's a mere six foot six, two oh five, and that's Joey Schlaffer, um, tight end out of the Reading area. So he's he's a Pennsylvania guy. Is he the pure tight end? And I'm almost looking at that. You know, six six, two oh five, two ten. I've seen listed a couple places. It's almost like he's a tall wide receiver. Yeah, and that's exactly how they use him there um, at Exeter Township, right? They uh, they split him out darn near 90% of their plays uh, on offense. They're going to have him split out wide, even when they're in 12 personnel, right? So they are, they're lined up. They got two tight ends, and you'd think, you know, maybe he's lined up in, in tight. Nope, he's split out wide, and they're still going to use his pass-catching ability to their advantage because much like these other guys, when you're splitting out a 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six dude out wide at the high school level, well, that's just such an advantage because you can throw it up. But also what Joey does so well is he uses his body. He uses his physicality. Get off of me, right, is what he's saying to these defenders when they're when they're coming up on him and trying to, you know, reroute him or anything like that. He does not get – he does not – he is not phased by just a slight bump or a touch or anything. He is continuing on, and I love that about his film. I really, really do like Joey. Ultimately <clears> – <throat> Has he become that complete, well-rounded tight end is the question that I'm going to have about him. And and how does he fill out, right? Because like I said, 90% of those plays on his film are, are of uh, him split out wide um, at, at the tight end or wide receiver position. A handful of plays you do see him in line. Um, most of those maybe running routes, a handful of times 
um, blocking. I think he has the phys, uh, the flexibility to block. He shows the ability to have some good hand placement on his blocks. But, and we talked about with these other two, the desire, you know, the will you put your face in the fan repeatedly? Are you willing to get down in there and continue to block all the times? Because uh, we talk about this all the time sometimes with, at Rivals is, you got to be able to do it all. And the way that you sell these play action and the way that you, you know, get open at tight end at that next level is really by selling your run blocking and being committed to being a run blocker. So does Joey, will Joey do that? You know, I think that he probably, as he fills out and gets more comfortable lined up down there, I think that you'll, you'll see, you'll be very happy with him and he could be in the next in line of some of the great tight ends. And if, if not, maybe he doesn't ever turn out to be a, you know, well, um, well-rounded, complete blocking tight end, uh, but he still will be a heck of a weapon split out wide um, in terms of pass-catching tight end. And I know that you know Penn State's had their success with a few of those as well. Definitely. In the half minute we have left, does he have that type of body that can end up being 240 instead of 210? Yeah, I think uh, seeing him out, seeing him from the film and seeing him from behind in terms of things like that, I think he has the size to put on the film. I think he's so, you know, he's playing basketball, football. He's always on the go right right now. So once he has a chance to maybe settle down and just play football, I think you'll probably see that weight will come on, uh, that metabolism will slow down a little bit, and he'll pack it on. And we know at Penn State they're pretty good at taking these young guys and developing them, getting that good weight on them. So at 6'5", it seems like he could probably handle um, several more pounds. So we'll look forward to that. Thanks so much, Eric. Some great stuff as usual. Unfortunately, though, that's it for this edition of the show. Thank you all for tuning in. Make sure you join us next time on the Keystone Kickoff Show. This is Jim from Keystone Sports. You know, a lot has changed about State College, but one thing that hasn't is W.C. Clark's Coffee Roasters on Calder Way. 30 different varieties of specialty coffee beans sourced from over 25 countries and roasted with love each morning in Happy Valley for over 45 years. We'll ship our fresh roasted coffee from our doorstep to yours. That's right. You can now order online at statecollegecoffee.com. So go to statecollegecoffee.com and use discount code KSN at checkout.